I believe what he's placed in my heart is, yes, we need to celebrate. We need to recognize what he's done for us. And I am so excited, so excited because I have, I know my life before Christ and I know my life where it is today. And it has to be, it has to be because of the miracle of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Not only that raised him from the dead, but raised me from the dead. And uh, today, whether you recognize it or not, if you have come into a personal relationship, you've been born again, you've been raised from the dead, and you are now alive in Jesus Christ. And that was a miracle. That was a miracle. And he's not through doing miracles. He is still a miracle-working God. And I am excited today to be able to bring a message uh, of, of, of his miracle working power today. And so open your hearts. You might be doing great today. You might be doing fine today. Uh, but I'm going to tell you at some point in life, you're going to need a miracle. It's going to be beyond you. It's going to be beyond what you can accomplish. It's going to be beyond uh, any human uh, touch. You're going to need a miracle in some way, some fashion, some form. And uh, today you're going to need this message. Amen. I want to start out with Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. It says, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Today, we're going to be talking about believing. God wants us to, he wants to, he wants to produce uh, his power. He wants to provide his power to us, but it comes through faith. It goes on to say, then your lives will be an advertisement of this, I love this, an advertisement of this immense power. Not just power, but this immense power. The power of God. Some of you need God's power. You need power. You need power in your relationships. You need power in your marriage. You need power in your body. You need power in in your finances. You need power somewhere in your life. You're you're needing that immense power because it's beyond your power. It's beyond your ability, right? So he says he wants us to be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power that released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is available to all of us. Isn't that good news? To every one of us, it's made available. Today, I want to talk to you about how to expect a miracle. You need a miracle. If you don't, you will at some point in life. How do you expect a miracle? How? Because there's too many people that are uh, they're in need, but they never experience. They have the need, but they never experience it. They get disappointed, they get discouraged, and that type of thing. And so let's talk about that. First of all, the first thing that I want to share with you is believe again. Some of you have got so disheartened in your past, maybe with God. Maybe with a circumstance, maybe with a situation, maybe in your prayer life, when you face something, you, you, you lost your faith or you, uh, you've set your faith aside and you need to believe again, again, say again, we need to believe again. Proverbs, I love this in Proverbs 13, 12, it says hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when dreams come true at last, There is life and joy. There's life 
and there's life and some of you lost your joy folks because you 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 got a sick heart you you you've been uh you've been discouraged them delays in your life you've been disheartened in some way disappointment and all of us have some delays all of us have some discouragements all of us have those things you know one of the things that God told Joshua when he took over the leadership of Moses after Moses died he says be strong and be of good courage over and over he kept telling them you got to get back in that place where you have courage again in life we're going to face some discouraging things and so we're going to have to believe again I don't care what we've gone through in life you're going to have to believe again Proverbs 17:22 says a joyful cheerful heart brings healing to both to the body and the soul but the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression man I tell you when we lose heart it will it will hurt every area of our life guys and and when we lose heart we start to see the world differently when, when we have a sick heart, we begin to see things, everything in the negative. And when you go negative, you get negative. When you go negative, you start thinking negative about everything, everyone. And I'm going to tell you, there is no hopeless situation. You've got to believe again. You've got to put your faith in God again. And every one of us, many, many of us are getting hit over and over and over and over and again in life. And you think that that's just your lot in life. And I'm here to tell you, with God, we can stand against the enemy. With God, we can receive anything into our life that we have need of. There's not anything impossible with God. Isn't that good news? And so I want you to hear a story today. I asked somebody to come up and share a story, and and so uh, somebody that uh, is dear to this house uh, has gone through some uh, traumatic things over the uh, past few years, and I don't need help preaching. Uh, uh, my mother's always trying to help me, and uh, and so uh, and so I'm going to share this with you. I love my mother. Amber, come on up. Uh, this is Amber. And, uh, and I, I asked her to share, uh, just kind of, uh, kind of walk with us through some of the things that have gone on in her mama's life. And even some things that she struggled with, Amber maybe struggled with in her own throughout this process and then share the miracle working power where believing again is so important what it'll do for us in our life can you share that with us yes all right now you you need to talk into the mic okay um well i'm miss cindy's daughter my name is amber leshorn for the ones that don't know and i first of all would like to thank everyone for all the prayers I very much so believe in the power of prayer and how God can heal. You just got to have faith. Um, I'm so humbled that Pastor Marvin requested I tell my mother's story and how powerful God's healing hands are. God has allowed me to witness a true miracle, allowing me to give her testimony and mine. I praise God for my miracle, my mother. Uh, So pretty much mama's had a, a real rocky road with her health. These past eight years, in 2011, she was first diagnosed with breast cancer, uh, lobular 
invasive breast cancer. She underwent 33 radiation treatments and took a chemo pill for the next five years. Um, After that, five years later, after she got off the chemo pill, three months after that, she was diagnosed again with a different type of breast cancer, which was metaplastic. Um, They said that this was a very rare breast cancer and it was rapidly growing. So then uh, June 21st of 2017, she had a bilateral mastectomy, had both of her breasts removed. She underwent about six months of chemo after that. Um, So then in 2018, uh, she had a total thyroidectomy after taking everything out because they had a lot, they seen uh, through a bunch of scans that she had quite a few nodules. And so they took out everything in there. After removing her thyroid, that's when we seen again, she had papillary thyroid cancer. So shortly after that, uh, we noticed that her face on the right side, had started swelling some. And then her doctor, oncologist, she did a lot of scans. Well, this was 2019. January of 2019, they told us that she had... uh, they sent her to a specialist in Marshall, ear, nose, and throat specialist, and it, they, that's when they said she had cancer of the parotid gland. Um, they did say it was, uh, it needed to be taken out, you know. So this is her fourth time with cancer. Mom never once doubted anything, and if she did, she never said it, you know. Uh, me, on the other hand, you know, I was like, wow, you know, for these eight years, uh, Is this going to be it? You know, why did God do this? You know, mom's always in church. She's the sweetest person if you've ever met her. She would do anything for you. And, you know, I I had my doubts. You know, my faith was questioned on several different occasions. And so I would ask my mom, why why did God do this? And she always said, God didn't do this. This is the devil trying to come in. You know, God didn't do this. Don't blame God. You know, and it was really hard not to, but, you know, you try your best. So, anyways, they, we went to the specialist, and the severity of this tumor, it was so large. Not only was it in her parotid gland, but it went down into her throat and kind of into her chest. Um, when no one in Texas would touch her because of the severity of the way this tumor was. So, they told us to go to LSU, and we went to see a specialist in LSU, Uh, That specialist, again, told us, the way she explained it was you have five branches. They're nerves, and she explained them as branches. And this tumor that mom had in her face was wrapped around the main nerve that controls your facial functions. She was pretty sure, and she let us know that there was a very high possibility that in order to remove this whole tumor and to get it all out, we would have to, they would have to, cut that main nerve, leaving mom paralyzed. She would look kind of like a Bell's palsy patient for the rest of her life. Um, So they were, you know, trying to prepare us for the worst. So April 15th of this year, a week tomorrow, we were at LSU. They went in and did the surgery. They thought the surgery was going to be anywhere from five to six hours because of the severity and the location and how deep it was in the tissue The surgery was about three and a half to three hours and 45 minutes. So we were kind of shocked that it really didn't take that long. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is when 
She got into recovery, and we spoke to the doctors. They came in. Pastor Marvin and Miss Patty and I were in there, and uh, not only did they remove all the tumor, but that tumor wasn't wrapped around the nerve like they thought, okay? Um, the biggest thing is that when they got the tumor out, it showed no characteristics of cancer at all whatsoever, you know? And this is what it was, and this is what they said it was, and then it wasn't. My mom can smile. She can move her face. She can bat her eyes. And the way they described that tumor was it was just kind of, you know, next to it. It wasn't wrapped around it. They didn't have to do a neck dissection like they thought they would. So that right there, you know, just lets me know it's just confirmation that when in doubt, don't be. (laughs) Don't be because, you know, God... That's nothing short of a miracle. Yes. You know, and this was my, this was really me being scared, thinking, wow, you know, but he took it away. It's not there. She's still smiling. So. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Thank you. Give Amber a big hand. Miss Cindy, stand to your feet, would you? Let's give her a big hand. I just want to share just really quick uh, before I go on to this next point. God's a miracle working God. Uh, we stood up here in this altar uh, during one of our uh, team nights after we heard the news, and our team uh, just prayed over her, laid hands on her. The Bible says, lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And I do believe that we have experienced a miracle there. She was operated on Monday this week, and she's in church. One thing Amber didn't say, when the doctors came in, when the doctors were explaining everything, she yes, she was, she was thanking God, but the, the doctor says, what questions do you have? Her first question is, when can I go to church? <laughs> And she's here today with us. Amen. Isn't that awesome? Thank you so much. Uh, let, me, let me give you uh, another thought real quick. And that's this, how to expect a miracle. Believe beyond the possible. Uh, when we see things that are impossible, you keep believing. Uh, you know, too many times we look at only what is possible and, and uh, what we uh, deem as possible as, as being uh, able to be overcome. But when it becomes impossible, uh, Miss Cindy, uh, you know, you heard all of the things that she's gone through over and over in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that she is sealed and protected in Jesus' name, that that seed of life will not be stolen and any seeds of death are gone out of her life and her body in Jesus' name. But you need to understand that there's not anything impossible with God. Mark chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus said to him, he, says, what you, it said, he said, what do you mean if? <laughs> I like that. They were questioning Jesus. And he says, if, what do you mean if? 
And he says, if you are able to believe, all things are possible to the believer. And if you're in need of a miracle today, switch from being an unbeliever to a believer. Start believing and believe that God will do it for you. It's unreal how many people do not believe in miracles. It's unreal to, uh, you know, how many people that uh, just, uh, uh, you know, for whatever reason, do not see themselves uh, being able to, to be a recipient of a miracle in their life. I, I heard a testimony, interesting enough, as I'm preparing for this, I heard a testimony of a pastor that I listened to, been listening to him for 30, I think, years or so, a uh, very uh, precious man of God. And he was preaching at his home church. His son now pastors it, and he, he's one of the teaching pastors there now. And I just, I just thought the clip was so good that you just need to see that God's working miracles all over. And uh, he, he shared a miracle in his teaching that I just want to bring to you today. And so let's watch this real quick. This word that Jesus brought us, God the Father confirmed that word with signs and wonders and various miracles. I feel the anointing just talking about it. And by gifts of the Holy Spirit. People say, well, I don't believe in all that signs and wonders stuff. Or all those gifts of the Spirit. They're gone. No, 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 no. God, the anytime the word of Jesus is spoken, God the Father is ready to confirm that with miracles. If you're in here tonight and you need healing, guess what? You can walk out of here healed. I said you can walk out of here healed. If you believe it, say amen. You say, well, I don't believe that. Well, you're neglecting the, the word of your salvation. Because Jesus came and told his disciples, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you've received, freely give. Joel told me about this lady, a friend of his is an evangelist. He prayed for a lady a year and a half ago. And this dear lady had a form of leukemia and also diabetes type 1. I mentioned it in the service this Sunday, but if you weren't here, I want to say it again. And this lady... This evangelist prayed over her. She went back to her doctor to do a blood test. They did the blood test. They called her back. They said, there's an error in your blood work. Said, you need to come back. Okay. She goes back, takes it again. That night, the oncologist himself called her and said, ma'am, we've seen remission before of stuff like this. This is not remission. You don't, you don't have leukemia anymore. This is not, this is not a, a, this is not a coincidence And then he said, but furthermore, we have checked all of your vitals. And what we really don't understand is you no longer have type 1 diabetes. She had had it 30 years. She'd been taking diabetes and insulin with injections. 30 years. And the American Medical Association contacted her and they said she's the very first person they can find that's ever been healed of type 1 diabetes. They ain't been around very much because God's been healing people all over the place. Isn't that awesome? Come on now. He's a healing God. He's a healing God. Mark chapter 10. It says this. Jesus looked at them and replied, with people it is impossible but not with God. God makes all things possible. I love with God, all things are made possible. So here's, the, here's, the, here's where we're at today. One, we need to believe again. We need to believe beyond the possible. 
Some of us have been going through life, and, and, I, and I tell this to my wife all the time. She'll be getting a headache, and headaches can be very common among people. And, and I tell her, honey, I said, don't just receive and accept it as being a part of life. I said, you use your faith against any sickness, any disease, any attack on your body. And you claim, don't, don't look at, uh, at this as being something that you just have to tolerate in your life. No condemnation if that's where you're at today. But I'm asking you, step beyond the possible and receive your miracle today. Amen? Thirdly, the third thing I want to share with you is this. Believe God will do it for you. Believe that he'll do it for you. Oh, yeah, I believe that God does miracles. I believe he does it, but I just have a tough time believing that he'll do it for me. I believe one of the greatest reasons why people, I felt like the Lord put this in my heart, one of the reasons why people uh, have a struggle believing that he'll do it for them is because they don't feel worthy. They don't feel like they are uh, good enough, that they've done enough, uh, or they're uh, even in a category to receive a miracle. I'm here to tell you, Scripture says if we violate one area of, 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 of the word, we're guilty of all. We're either making an A plus or an F with God. And can I tell you, we've all, we're all in the F category in our own uh, efforts. You can't do enough. You can't be good enough. You can't give enough. You can't serve enough. You can't do enough to, to receive uh, what it takes to be able to uh, receive whatever God, if it's on that merit that you receive miracles. You, re- you understand what I'm saying? So with that being said, that's why Jesus came. He came because he was the only one that could fulfill the law. He was the only one that was good enough. He was the only one that was sinless. He, he became sin for us. He took on our sin, our sickness, all of our mess-ups, all of our stupids. And he, it was placed on him. And he took it for us so that we could put on his righteousness and be right with God because of what he's done. Amen. Amen. You are in a position to receive for your miracle today. He wants to give that to you. That's good preaching. I don't care what you say. John chapter 14, verse 13, it says this. For I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask in my name. And this is how the son will show that the father is really like how he really is like. And bring glory to him. Ask anything in my name and I will do it for you. Man, I look at my life over the years and this is struggle. We, we all battle with this in our thinking. Unless you're being renewed in your mind, you battle with this in your thinking. You think that you have to be good enough to receive from God. You just need to be a person of faith. If you put your faith in Jesus Christ, start following him. He'll help you. And during the process of time, you're going to stumble. You're going to fall. You're going to mess up. And as I say often, you're going to do a piece of stupid. And the thing that you need to do is you just pick up, you shake it off, say, thank you, Jesus, that I am righteous in you. Lord, thank you for your forgiveness. I, I receive it. I'm going forward. Don't allow condemnation. Don't allow that to keep you back from receiving from God. Here in a little bit, we're going to give you opportunity. I know that there are needs in this place. 
And some of you, I even mentioned the very fact of an ordinary common thing as a headache. You always are battling with headaches in your life. And I'm here to tell you, if you need, you need prayer for a headache, we want to pray for that. Because God doesn't want you to be suffering any longer. Can you hear me today? God wants to set you free today. If you have an addiction in your life, God wants to liberate you from that addiction. God set me free from uh, drugs, draws, drugs, whatever draws. I'm sure he set me free from that too. He set me free from drugs and nicotine. He liberated me and he wants to do the same for you today. Let me share a couple of more scriptures and then I'll close today and we're going to get to this opportunity that we want to give, that opportunity of prayer, that opportunity where you can be prayed for, whatever that need might be, uh, that miraculous thing. Man, I, I, we have so many miracles too that happen that don't, haven't been told and we see them and by people being prayed for. We believe that when people of faith pray for people in faith, miracles happen. That's why we want, you to, we want you to hear the word so that your faith is built. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. Today you have the faith. Well, I just don't have the faith. You do have the faith. The word's been preached. It's been spoken. It's been taught today. You have the faith. You come up here. And by the way, if you're a believer, you have the faith in you. Amen. Faith. He's giving you the measure of faith in your life. You've got it. Amen. So let me give you 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Thank God that he hears us. How do we know that he hears us? If we ask according to his will. And it goes on to say this, and if we know that he hears us, how do we know? Well, we prayed according to his will. How do we know if we're praying according to his will? When we pray according to his word. When we pray according to his word, we're praying according to his will. Therefore, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. And so today, we can pray with great confidence that God hears us. And we can pray with great confidence That those petitions that we're asking will be answered and you will receive your miracle. One more scripture, 1 John or 1 Peter uh, chapter 1 verse 3. It says, celebrate with praises the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has shown us his uh, his extravagant mercy. For his fountain of mercy has given us a new life and we are reborn to experience a living, energetic hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Today is your day for a miracle. Will you receive it today? Amen.